Hey, Viking fans. I just got done talking live on the Liberty Line and Run It Back Philly. Both Eastwood and Steven uh, tag-teamed me, and I survived. Let's talk about what I found about the Philly Vikings game next in 3, 2, 1. Gather around, Skull Brothers and Sisters. This is Skull World, brought to you by Minnesota Sports Talk. I'm your host, Dave. You can follow me on Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook, at Skull World. Now, make sure you hit subscribe, like, and leave a comment below. I want to hear what you have to think. I will, I will reply to your comments. I want to know what you got to say. That's what this sh- show is all about. That's why I do it. Subscribe, like, and comment. I don't care if you're a Philly fan. Or a Packer fan. If you want to hear what I got to say about your team, I'm, I'm here to say it. You can ask all the questions you want. I'll be glad to give you my opinion. Subscribe, like, and comment. Now, let's get started. I, I talked to two guys, DJ Eastwood, great name, Run It Back Philly, and Steven over at the Liberty Line. Give those guys a, a check. They're, they're good content. Uh, they don't con- they don't post every day, but what they do post is good quality. I was glad to be on their show. Uh, one's got fifteen thousand, another guy's three thousand subscribers, so they they're big time. Uh, I'm I'm the newbie, so it was great to have them uh, invite me on their show. So what I wanted to talk about is what what, what I've been hearing from Philly podcasters, Philly YouTubers, uh, talking about the Eagles and what they're worried about. They are not excited to play us. They're not excited to play us. And the main reason is because of what Detroit did to them. Detroit ran at will on them, and they're kind of worried about it. Because if if Detroit was able to run on them with Swift, mind you, he's not he's a good running back, and they got a good line. But they're wor- even more worried about what they'll face against uh, Dalvin Cook. Now, keep in mind, we got a good running offensive line. Like, we run block very well. So, they're expecting a lot more of that. Now, on the other hand of it, they they think that the, the uh, Detroit Lions defensive game plan kind of fit into what uh, Jalen Hurts can do. And that is um, evade the pocket. They rushed him up the middle constantly, and he ran it outside, and he ended up uh, getting seven, ru- 17 rushes for like 90 yards. And uh, it was mainly because Philly got a good pass rush on him, but they weren't able to contain him. When, what I had told them is that I believe that's our key to the game is keeping him in the pocket and in uh, retaining like ga- or lane integrity, being very disciplined in that area. That's what we did against Rodgers. Rodgers tried to escape out the side, but he had to go around quite a bit. And and on the what happened as a timing issue is that the Lions would jet through the jet through the middle. He'd immediately run to the outside before the end got any pressure. So. That was a de- detriment to the the Lions, and he, he just he was looking to run on every 
every play. He was, and the Philly guys agreed with me that Jalen Hurts right now in his career is a one reader run, first reader run, and that's the way he that's the way he's playing. That's the way he was last year. That's the way he did this first game. You go back and look, and if you can go back and look, that's what he was. He was the first read and run, and that that is where their weakness is, and 100% their weakness. They said they also ran one of their top receivers on fly routes the whole game and didn't get a catch, and that that maybe was a game plan to have like A.J. Uh, Brown get more catches. Now, A.J. AJ Brown is a big a big dude, a good player. Um, they, there's comments about how he was the bigger than any of the defensive players. Uh, he is a strong-looking fella, very strong, uh, very quick. Uh, he is not Justin Jefferson. And there was a play where they had two deep zone, and we they and Jalen Hurts threw it to the cornerback, or threw it to his uh, AJ Brown, but underthrew him. I'm, I told them that I think on that play, Cousins would have would have fitted in that wide gap. It was wide. He was wide open. Cousins would have been able to lead him, giving Justin Jefferson a running start at the at the safety and and miss one miss and he's gone. And that's what AJ Brown could have did if he had a better throw to him. Unfortunately, Hurts underthrew him. He had to come back the ball. He hit the ground. They were able to make the stop. Sure, it was 15, 20 yards, but that that was one of those games. That's one of those plays where the safety was 10 yards away, and Justin Jefferson catches it in stride. He can make moves or and blow past that defensive back, and that's what they weren't able to do because Jalen Hurts isn't as established as a passer as Kirk Cousins. However, it is very... The, the key to this game is not let Jalen Hurts um, run for 90 yards. They ran. They got like 212 yards rushing, if I'm not mistaken. So their running back is not Dalvin Cook the, with the Eagles. And the they ran the um, – they got a lot of their yards off the, the um, run option, RPO, run pass option, or just run option. And it, the – Eagles, who have a decent, pretty good offensive line, both these guys have good offensive lines, basically wiped the entire Detroit defensive line away to where when he handed the ball off, he always had to run straight ahead because it completely, like, unbelievably wiped the Detroit defensive line several times to where it was just, he was running in open space. There wasn't even a hole because there was nobody... Nobody on the outside. He just ran straight ahead into this wide open space. And I don't think our defense is going to allow that. I don't think they'll allow that. I had made a prediction that we keep him, um, keep uh, A.J. Brown to 100 or less. We keep uh, Jalen Hurts to 50 or less yards rushing. And uh, we contain him in the pocket as much as possible. Because if he doesn't have, if he doesn't hit that first read, and he has no idea what the second read is, that he's going to be in that pocket way too long, it will collapse, and he'll get sacked. I, th- I And I also predict that we will cause turnovers again, and we'll be on the plus side of that scenario. So let's hope that happens. That's, that's my prediction. So 
I've came away with talking to Philly um, podcasters and and talking to uh, just watching Philly podcasters. There's one uh, very optimistic one, but most of them are worried that their defense isn't good enough and they are clamoring to fire in many cases not all of them are and you can go look it up about their the writers are already wanting him fired they may have wanted him fired in the offseason but their defensive coordinator is not well thought of there and he they let 35 um, points go to the Detroit Lions they they gave up 350 370 yards offense too but um, considering that Philly had a pick six, and then for some odd reason Detroit tried to onside it and lost and got after a touchdown, and then lost the t- uh, then lost that uh, momentum because they went down and scored again. So they almost gifted them fourteen points. So that means that the the Detroit Lions didn't. Uh, just give the Eagles 14 points, they could have won. And that scares the hell out of the Philly fans. They are not set because they don't think their defense is prepared enough. They think their offense is, you know, pretty powerful. And I'm not going to disagree with them. I still think they're their top three team in the NFC now, especially like a, a Dallas Cowboys won't be. They'll have two wins against them, no problem. And uh, you know the fact that the Rams look like they're a little bit down. The 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 uh, Packers look like they're a little bit down. Just uh, I I just think the Bucks, us, and the Eagles right now are the three best teams in the NFC. So just looking forward to this game. This is a big difference maker on who's going to get um, home field advantage in the playoffs, even this early. If we got the tiebreaker. I that's like almost being a game ahead of them, right? So we got the right now we got a tiebreaker against the Packers. We beat the Eagles, we'll get a tiebreaker against them. We need to stack these wins. These Eagle fans are not excited about their team, and if they're not excited and they see that that their their defense defensive players are probably not excited about what went down against the Lions. And in fact, I don't think their head coach is too excited about how they had to rely on their defense to score a touchdown for them to get a victory. But hey, it's Jalen Hurts is fun to watch. They got a great running game. AJ Brown, they got stars. They got we have better players than the offensive players than they do. And we got a better I think we got better defensive um, philosophy than they do. We sh- we are two point underdogs going into here, and I think it's because of where we're playing, and they still the book's still not completely out on us. Because they're not giving us enough credit of what happened against the Packers, mainly because they're missing their number one receiver in both their tackles. So they probably think that we lucked out with that. But hey, we didn't we didn't play a single snap in preseason with the starters, and it it didn't show because we looked awesome. We a lot less penalties than they were last year. Eagles had ten this last game. I think we're a more disciplined team. I really, I really think we have the momentum going in this game, and they're like, "Oh God, we just hung on to win." That is an awesome feeling going into Monday night, and I believe um, that uh, that uh, 
Cousins has won his last two Monday night games. I think he's went. He was like 0 and 9, and now he's 2 and 9. So hey, he might be over the hump there. Correct me if I'm wrong in the uh, comment section. I I can be wrong. I know I know I can be wrong. <laughs> wrong all the time. But hey, I'm not wrong about. If you go look at my prediction show, uh, I wasn't wrong that much this last game. In fact, we we beat them by 16. I said 13. But I thought it'd be a higher scoring game. But hey, I'll take it. I'll take the bigger the bigger um, point victory, big bigger point differential. I love that. All right, that's it for today. I, um, this is uh, Skull World brought to you by Minnesota Sports Talk. I'm your host Dave. You can follow me on Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook. Hey, check me out, man. Stick with me. I'm growing. I'm growing for you guys. Let's. Uh, that sounded weird, but hey, let's get this going. Let's keep the Skull Dream alive. Let's win a Super Bowl. Let's do it all together. I'm loving this Vikings team. I will say it over and over again. This is the best roster we've had since 1998. I'm not lying. I said this before the first game. I'm saying it after the first game. Let's just do this. Go Vikings. See you next time. Cue the music. Thank you, Viking fans, for listening. Make sure you catch my other episodes. Also, make sure you subscribe, like, and leave a comment below. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Skull Vikes.